0: Justin, how the hell are you?
1: I'm feeling good, man. Things are going pretty well. Pretty well for me. It seemed to jump from like spring weather straight to summer. So, um, still, still kind of uh, reeling yeah. from that whole uh, <laughs> that whole issue today. But uh, yeah. aside from well, that, man, I, good. I took Keaton
0: on a walk today at work, and I think it was 82 or something. It was pretty miserable. Um, <laughs> but I, I took a new and there's route. People in, like, That kept me in the trees, like in the, yeah, covered in the shade. So that was nice.
1: Yeah, see, I don't mind that. I find a nice tree. I'll stand under the tree if it's 80-something degrees, 90 degrees out, because I feel a bunch better um, under there, because there's no humidity, really. It's just just that direct heat from that sun in the sky. Yeah. But here we are complaining about really Um, nice warm weather, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) and uh and yeah so yeah planning for the summer uh what'd you guys do this past weekend we went whale watching which was fun
1: uh we did a family birthday party um, last uh yesterday basically and uh Saturday we didn't really do much we just um I actually had a guy's day I, I take that back we didn't do anything as a family but I had a guy's day uh, where we watched uh the mst3k version of uh, Mac and me which happens to be if you go on the li- the, the rated list of all of the new Version of MST3K and and their um, I, it must must be their personal list, but number one is is uh, Mac and me sitting right there. So um, I loved it. I'm gonna watch it again. It's uh, it was my first time seeing the film, so seeing it with the commentary underneath added so much more. Um, Eric, Brian, and I did we watched it, but uh, Eric and I just share such a we're on the same wavelength uh, comedy wise. So he and I were just cracking up the whole film. Um, sure, yeah. Yeah. Drank a whole lot of beer and uh, played a little bit of um, some Rocket League. We couldn't get the Wii Golf going, man. I think I showed you a video of his uh, his janky Wii. It's basically, it's a, if you could just smash a Wii, that's it. So it's essentially the Wii without <laughs> any of the exterior pieces. Even the disc drive can be lifted up and out. So we tried very hard. We wanted to play a little bit of golf, but uh, couldn't get around to it. So that was our Saturday, man.
0: Dang, man. Yeah, we've uh we've settled into a house chore Saturday plan so that Sunday can be kind of the fun day where we go out and do things. um, And uh, so it was laundry and recycling and grocery shopping on Saturday. And then Sunday we drove down to Long Beach and went and saw whales and dolphins and had some barbecue and then drove home and pretty much crashed.
1: <laughs> well, how, and how many times how many times have you guys done uh? like your little Saturday routine or are you just starting? Uh,
0: this was probably the third week in a row that we did this, uh, like, like dedicate Saturdays to housework and Sundays to fun days. Um, cause Susie's had both weekend days off the last few weeks this week. She works Saturday. So I'll probably be able to knock out all the chores with the kids and then still have Sunday open. Cause then that really means that Sundays are only family day. So,
1: Right and, and you know isn't it like the general rule you, you spend two weeks doing something and maybe this is like two straight weeks, so 14 days of doing something and then you just generate a habit. That's how I've always operated. I think that's like the generic rule, but uh, I mean you do anything long enough and it sounds like you've been doing this for three <coughs> weeks. yeah <laughs> um, you, you do anything long enough. Uh, you know, you you sort of just become used to it. Uh, you automatically do it. it. It's a you could almost say it's like a new religion. <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pod. Justin with the swing, and uh, I don't know. It's a little bit of a miss. I think I foul tipped it over to the right. Is a switch. No, I felt it. I liked it. Good. All right, we're we're sticking with it, baby
0: uh okay so uh we have a voicemail uh from ben
1: foot if i remember correctly you are correct now uh we haven't heard from him in a long time so i'll just preface it with that um i i don't remember if he talks about this i didn't even listen to this voicemail i know you did um privately i think he mentioned to me like hey man uh i've just been out we've been we've had stuff going on with the family like he's just He's being the family man and taking care of business out there. So he's just said he it's been a while. Um, he may actually outline that in here, but this is yeah, Ben Foot from um, just a couple of weeks ago. So it's always good to hear from Ben Foot and uh, and any any other longtime listeners. But let me go ahead and play this so you guys can you guys can hear this, all right? Here we go. Ben Foote, the man, the myth, the legend. Hey
2: guys, Ben Foote here, longtime listener, twelve time caller or something like that. Um anyway. Just finished the Pass the Baby episode I had a few thoughts. First, I totally remember the teaser on their website back in 2016 when the ending riff of Pass the Baby was playing on loop. Uh, to be honest, Inventative Damage had lost me a little bit in terms of my fandom, but when they dropped this riff, I was back on board, like full steam ahead. I remember sending their website link to a few of my friends who had similar feelings about their last two efforts. It says something along the lines of We back, baby. <laughs> it was such a good teaser, and I was I was, I was in it. Uh, also, I've always thought Pass the Baby was one of Sue's, uh anti-government songs, largely due to the line, they won't shoot you, Pass the Baby, here. But as you pointed out, the comma in that sentence may change its meaning. But anyway, I, I used to figure it was a comma on how the powers that be routinely use children and or the most vulnerable as human fields for passing oppressive legislation, no one's going to shoot you if you're holding the baby, so pass the baby here. We can do X, Y, and Z without consequence, whereas you have just given up the proverbial or literal baby, so now you're vulnerable for attack. That was always my take, but after listening to your episode, I think I might be off a little bit, but who knows. Uh, and finally, in terms of the XX, listen to the song Intro. I think that's uh, one of their best and most popular tunes that will surely get you into their vibe all right rock on
1: dudes and may Clark have mercy on your soul <laughs> <laughs> oh Clark so oh, again man we are oh, so in good. the dark on the Xx man yeah again I just picked the song that uh, I remember from k-rock when they were on it uh and uh I mean, it was it was good I mean it, everyone seemed to bring up the XX everyone that that was talking about past the baby Uh, was bringing up the XX in one way or another. And it just seemed like it was uh, unprovoked, just all these random different people bringing up that band. So, uh, yeah, he says to listen to, what was it, uh, Intro, huh? Intro by the XX. That will get us into their vibe. Um, That's all for calls this week. I do have a scheduled call. Again, I I, I may have mentioned this live on the pod, so we, we have to stick to this. But uh, my sister is going to call with her review of uh, "Bleed American." She is very busy out in Arizona, oh, working yeah. with those those darn Arizona Coyotes, uh, the hockey team. And uh, so she just she said <laughs> today, she goes, "Justin, I'm, I'm working till ten. Um, I've got four songs in the bag so far, so she's got the rest of the album to be going through. Uh, but she will have next week. We're going to have um, a review from a family member of mine, uh, just giving us her hot take on." Uh, her first impression of uh, Bleed American. So I'm excited for that.
0: Sick. I forgot about that. So I'm very excited to hear that.
1: So the song is New Religion uh, from
0: the album, the Dran Dran Tribute album, track 13 Mm -hmm. of 15, produced by John Agnello, recorded at Water Music. And I looked up Water Music, and that is in Hoboken, New Jersey, So another of the rare tracks that the band recorded outside of the confines of Phoenix, Arizona, uh, here on Discogs, it says a recording studio based in Hoboken, New Jersey, opened in 1982 by Robert E. Miller owned by Rob Grenoble and the chief engineer is Sean Kelly. Um, and, uh, this Dren Dren, uh, tribute album. Uh, It's track 13 to 15 has a ton of tracks and ones that I've heard before. So Goldfinger does Rio. Bucko nine does hold back the rain homegrown does planet earth. Deftones do the chauffeur wise crack does come undone real big fish does hungry like the wolf less than jake does the reflex river phoenix who later became phoenix tx uh became ordinary uh did ordinary world gob canadian uh uh supergroup right. Gob, uh does a view to a kill which i believe is dran dran's turn at doing a bond song <laughs> um bjorn again which is such a great uh uh, band name does right. girls on film. The wrens do the seventh stranger. Eve's plum does save a prayer. Jimmy Eat World does new religion. The Mr. T experience does. Is there something I should know? And the Wesley Willis fiasco also does girls on film. Um, And on top of that Dran Dran tribute album, uh, there was a concert held in Los Angeles on Sunday, October 12th. 1997 which featured acts involved on the album celebrating dran dran and their music and it was bootlegged on the tower records 1997 album that we were not able to source or find so if you have it 484 je pod send it to jimmypod at gmail.com we want (laughs) to hear it as far as i could tell and actually meant to look up where the band was well, there's not a lot of set lists from 1997, but I don't
1: believe they played this show. Well, look at this. So if you go on to fandom.com, so this is the Duran Duran fandom, um, and it talks about the album. It says where it was. It was the one in West Hollywood. Um, uh, the third paragraph, joining Duran, Duran 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 at the 2 p.m. concert were some of the bands that appeared on the Duran Duran, Duran tribute album, including Goldfinger. River Phoenix, Jimmy Eat World, and Homegrown, each act performed the song they recorded on the album. You look at the track oh, listing, I and see. Jimmy Eat World's song isn't there. I, so I'm a little confused. Like, they, Were they there and performed something else? Yeah, that is interesting. So uh,
0: on Setlist FM, they had a show in Washington, D.C. on April 11th, and then the next logged show was uh, them at Skaters' Rolling Rink in New Jersey. Um. So, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah uh it's possible that they did play that show but yeah i looked at just the track list i sort of skimmed the fandom wiki uh-huh. but i was like mm, i don't think jimmy world was there but yeah it's a good point if we could get a hold of that tower records 1997 bootleg maybe the band was there maybe they did play but it, yeah they're they're not on the track list so i don't understand uh, it, yeah how that would have worked And out.
1: on the fandom they also they also have a uh a flyer that goes out. So of course, Drandran's oh, that listed up top. You must
0: have found a better fan wiki than I did because the fan wiki I did did not have that.
1: Yeah, this one says featuring Goldfinger. That's the biggest one. And then below that, in uh, in that same uh, that same style of uh, like military font, it says Homegrown Jimmy, World River Phoenix, and special guests. And it has the location and time: 1 p.m. Tower Records, Sunset Boulevard. Wow. So they should wow. have been there, but so either yeah, the track that, wasn't listed.
0: Yeah. So that's the Sunday. This is when albums came out on Tuesdays. So this came out October 7th, 97. Uh, Writing credits, Dran Dran. And I keep saying it that way because I got it from somewhere and I don't know where it is um, from. So one thing I did was find out if there were any uh, what what I, I figured it had to be SNL, right? Right. So I was like, okay, let me look at SNL D'randren and they performed in 83 with Robert Guillaume, right, uh was the host. Um but they weren't in any sketches. So then the next thing I found was in March of 93, uh they did a spoof on Spring Break, MTV's Spring Break and um uh, Mike Myers played one of the princes like Prince Harry or something. And, uh, it was like spring break UK. And then Pauly Shore was one of the VJs played by Adam Sandler. And David Spade came out and did a Dennis Leary stand-up impression. It was really very much of the time. And the only, and the funniest thing that happens in this sketch is no matter what the VJs say to the camera, they get beat up by the punks on the pier. Um, (laughs) and, uh, and then Chris Farley comes in playing uh, Simon LeBon, who is the lead singer of Duran Duran. And I was like, OK, this is it. I'm going to hear them say Duran Duran. And it was not there. So I just don't know where I got this pronunciation of Duran Duran.
1: And, you know, maybe it was because when I when I looked earlier today and I saw that picture of Mike Myers, maybe it had infected my mind. But I can picture him saying Duran Duran um
0: dran, dran. Yeah. you know
1: like him as a as a v as a fake vj or if he was going to be one of his other characters yeah. but i yeah i picture him saying it so it's a bummer that it didn't come up
0: yeah i uh so uh, i don't know if you have peacock um or have ever set up a free account but this is the episode and at 1208 is when it pops up um but it won't play and watch together so um, But you can hear when Chris Farley enters and you can hear Mike Myers say, oh, look, it's Simon LeBon of Duran Duran. Hopefully everybody likes them. Um, but like, I don't even think Chris Farley ever says anything. So.
1: <laughs> he just plays Simon LeBond walking in, probably whipping his hair back and forth. Yeah. OK, here we go. This is the clip. Um, yeah. Season 18, uh, episode 16. Here we go.
2: It looks like the clouds might be breaking up a touch. Perfect bikini weather. Good news for us lads, eh? Wobba, waba waba waba. Now I I know you'll be keen on these next lads. And look who's visiting? It's Duran Duran.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, let's let's talk to Simon Le bon. Simon, you're better than ever. Thank you, honest. We, we, <laughs> we, we, <laughs>
1: we, 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 we love you, Simon.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Well. I, I guess I'm safe here with you fellas, right? Andrew! Yeah!
0: Oh, so he's Prince Andrew, yes. and they're just... Oh, yes, here we go. Yes, <sighs> yes. back to Polly Shore. Wubba, wubba, wubba. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> soccer guys, Major <laughs> paintings from the weasel.
1: Oh, the weasel. <laughs> it always comes Louisa. back to Polly Shore <laughs> on the pod.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he didn't say dran-dran. No, just, he didn't. It was just very straightforward. Um, uh-huh. say, if you know where "dran dran" came from Because I say it that way all the time I, ha- Knowing me I have to be Referencing something and I at this point have Just forgotten what it is so Anyway yeah. Jimmy World singer is Jim uh, and I don't know wh- I, I, My guess is What label Mojo put this out The Mojo and Universal so I guess Mojo And Universal is the label but they recorded This the same day that they Recorded H model on the singles album Huh and, uh, that was a drive through records release. So I was like, is this on drive through But no, I guess just H model. Um, even though they were recorded the same day and real quick, I know usually I do this, uh, later, um, uh, I'll read what it says in the liner notes. Uh, of course I've somehow, oh, here it is H model. So obviously on the liner notes, H-Model is on the Singles album. This song is not on the Singles album, but it does appear as track five on the Singles promo. So here's why. H-Model. This is from the same session as when we recorded our cover of Duran Duran's New Religion. I can remember seeing John almost laugh when we started playing H-Model. He must have thought we were this totally somber band after working most of the day on the cover unfortunately due to legal issues we had to omit new religion from this compilation record get it off napster or something you have our permission at least (laughs) so that is the band's take on the uh (laughs) on the uh song because it's not really available anywhere except for this one comp um and uh and the promo version of the singles album uh so, yeah, that is about it. I don't have any proof that they ever played this anywhere. I know notable high notes or low notes. Um, and I guess it's a G major. 9B Camelot is, uh, according to Tunebat, 448 duration. And it says 124 BPM, which just seems a little fast for this, unless they're counting, like, the half notes here. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, duh, du Yeah,
1: duh. Maybe, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Without further ado, I suppose we could jump into Simon LeBon's lyrics here,
1: um, in the arrangement yeah, so, that uh, Jimmy Eat World has made. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Have we, have we done another a uh, cover, a uh, Jimmy Eat World cover? Yeah, I
0: mean we've done Firestarter and something else. Yeah. I remember when I was all excited that Firestarter was our first cover, and then it oh, wasn't even yeah, right, yeah. our first cover. Right. <laughs> so so <laughs> I think Danger yeah, Gavin but- had pointed out like, what? No, it's not your first cover. And I was like, oh well, yeah, I don't know how this works. <laughs>
1: So they have a total, uh, Jimmy World uh, listed, uh, it has, has a total of 10 covers. So we've gone through almost half of them then. Um, so this is a, yet another one. It's always interesting to do a song uh, by another band. And it, it, the nice thing about this is that Jimmy World took the song and cut it down in size dramatically. If you look at all the lyrics on the, if you go to song meetings. And oh, interesting. Look, okay. Duran Duran. I mean, it looks like um, a, a, a novel. Uh, as far as like the content goes. So in the liner notes of, uh, you know, I, I can go ahead and say this because we're going to explore this uh, in depth, but the liner notes for the Rio album say that this is a dialogue between the ego and the alter ego. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind as we yeah. read through this. And it's but funny because that makes, sounds like a very Jim thing to say, <laughs> right? Maybe. I don't mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if they were handed this tune or if they went and chose it, but, um, well, we'll talk. We'll talk uh, the quality of the song a little bit later. But you can see that the Duran Dr- Duran version is huge. It's it's enormous. But then you go over to the Jimmy World version, and they've basically taken it down to four uh, blocks of text that they're singing through. So that's what I'm going to be covering today. And uh, so this verse, I don't even have it. Li- I don't even have it labeled. So the first little section here, one of four sections, is uh, I've been now sauntering, which is such an English word, sauntering, right? I've been now sauntering out and down a path sometime. It takes me nowhere, which I knew. So sauntering to me sounds like walking aimlessly and taking them down a path. Uh, When I read down a path, it's like, maybe they're unsure of where they're supposed to walk. They're just kind of going down this, uh, mindlessly going down this path. Um, Whatever it is, uh, it takes them. To an unfamiliar place, which is that that second line there is. It takes me to nowhere, which I knew. Fancy way of just saying I've never been here before. So uh, mindlessly walking or aimlessly walking through this area, unsure of where they're going to end up or where they have ended up. Um, I need a reason. Call it treason. That seems like a dry Duran lyric for uh, <laughs> totally right. I need a reason. Call it treason. And, and I just think that means they, they need justification for turning on somebody. Um, or defying them. I need a reason, uh, whatever it is, I can call it treason, but I need to, there's somebody that I need to turn on. And the last little part of this first block here is maybe catch her, I don't know, too much to know. Uh, Maybe catch her, I don't know, too much to know. Um, Catch her, maybe they're overwhelmed with catching this other person, they're constantly chasing or searching for this other person, um, it could be a possibility, but still, there's too much to know. It's like they're unsure. Maybe this is like a dream that this person's having. Um, and anytime I see, like, catch her, it it sparks this memory of, did you ever do Bloody Mary in front of the mirror? Yes. I I, could, I didn't have the guts to actually do it. I sat in the bathroom in the dark, didn't do the spinning thing, but I looked at the mirror, and you know what I pictured? I pictured, and maybe this is because I had gone to the Haunted Mansion, but you know how they have those three-dimensional um kind of looks like an, a a, a bottom-lit, three-dimensional... The busts. Is it the busts? There's the busts, and then what looks almost like a hologram behind a mirror, it's like a green person. The busts are kind of oh, white. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. That's okay, called a that's Pepper's
0: I, ghost effect.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, and that's what I pictured um, her look Oh, Yeah. Life. Yeah, so it always freaked me out. I never really did the spins because you're supposed to say what Bloody Mary three times, spin three times. I thought and then, you geez. looked
0: in the mirror and said. I thought it was. I thought Bloody Mary and Candyman were one and the same almost. That oh. I was never sure. I I am well, no uh 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 scholar on this.
1: Well, yeah, you know it's it's different because they made a movie. They made a film out of Candyman, right? But then I don't remember them making a film out of Bloody Mary. So it was all in my mind with her. But then I see, you know, I see the guy with the bees right that was like yeah. the Candyman's thing like the bees start showing up up oh, Candyman's here oh yeah <laughs> so anyway when i see when i read maybe catch her I, that's what i think of it's like he's trying to catch this demon mm. uh could be bloody mary uh second block here's bring my timing in seagulls gather on the wind ladies screaming lady leave maybe it's a flock of seagulls that i that i'm yeah I'm that's what i thought of <laughs> envisioning here but if I take my mind out of that, I think bring my timing in. Seagulls gather on the wind. I think of seagulls gathering on the wind as just kind of like a peace, a peaceful or kind of like a silent thought. If they're just chilling out there on the wind, coasting, it's very quiet and, yeah. and somber out there. Um, and then the second line there, lady screaming, lady leave. The lady screaming could be some kind of internal conflict that he wants to go away. That um, And if we go back to the, the liner notes of like the alter ego, it's screaming at him, and he's just trying to make it shut up. Because sometimes people stare coming down electric chair. Um, is this argument happening on the outside or the inside? Maybe he feels like he's being watched, uh, in to some extent, or perhaps he's crazy. That's what I gather from um, the electric like, chair. Com- yeah. exactly. Electric chair coming down off of this high, and then you realize like there's an electric chair. Like maybe they're trying to uh, um, cure him of this disease. Uh, and steaming crowds they gather and they shout like steaming crowds sounds like they're angry or at least getting angry yeah um, this and- actually reminds me a little bit of um
0: one flew over the cuckoo's nest
1: hmm
0: are you talking about toward the end when they actually uh well there's put like under? you remember when they all uh, uh Jack Nicholson has them all kind of escape and go on a field trip and they go on a fishing boat and they go fishing on the water there's a harbor you know what i mean um, yeah. And then the lady screaming could be nurse ratchet a little bit. And uh, people stare coming down electric chair. Uh, that's electroshock therapy, maybe. Um, and the steaming crowds, they gather and they shout because everybody's looking at them coming back on the boat. They're all yeah. very happy because they caught fish and had a great time. Right, but Everybody's <laughs> looking at them like they just, you know, started World War three because. Right. A bunch of and, mentals and Mar- went. And yeah. Stole Martini
1: Martini was out there on the boat with them, right?
0: I don't uh, I don't know the movie well enough to know what that means. Is that a person? Oh, that
1: was uh yeah that was oh now I can't think of his name the the character uh uh an egg in this trying time can I offer you an egg in this trying time it was uh he was so young in this film uh Danny DeVito <laughs> yes yeah so he it was a, he was okay. a very young character but he played a great yeah. I mean they all played really great crazy people
0: yeah they were all there yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah but I especially liked his anyway character. that's what I was thinking maybe okay. Um, Okay. Uh, And then the third block here is don't know why this evil follows me, so why is he trying to follow me? Uh, A feeling, thought, or an actual person uh, is in pursuit. They're evil, and maybe they want to push this anger onto him. They're just kind of saying, I'm angry, so you should be angry too. And uh, again, going back to that person there, they're kind of lost and not really sure, and they don't want this person screaming at them. How many reasons do they need? I might just be right this time. I might just believe this time. So how many reasons do they need? I might just be right this time. I might just believe this time. Are they making excuses to follow this person and push their beliefs on them? Um, Has he been worn down enough to where he might actually believe it? I might just believe this time. Um, I I misread this, so I thought it said it might just be the right time, but I might just be right this time. I think it's where he's prepared and ready to receive it at this moment. Like they've worn him down. Um, I might just believe this time. I think that's the moment where you actually get that this is the new religion that's being passed down onto this person. Mm. Um, Right. And then in that, in this last line here, it's a new religion. So perhaps they've been indoctrinated at this point. Um, I'm talking for free. I can't stop myself. Like they, they've been taken over at this point. And now I'm spouting the evil and lies. Uh, And I, I it's out of my control. I can't help it. I've, I have something to see. So I have something to see. I can't help myself. Uh, he's been infected, and now he's searching for like a new hope um, or a uh, just like a new um, complacency in this new religion that he's experienced or at least taken in. So I like what Jimmy Eat World did with this, took it in and actually brought in. Then they sing It's a New Religion a couple of times um, in the outro there. Yeah. Uh, but just kind of talking. They really broke it down. So they took it. They took that big block, that big novel that Dr- Dran Dran had, and they cut this down to just four blocks that uh, that essentially tell the story. Yeah. And it's good.
0: It's it's nuts. These lyrics, I it, I I I mean, I don't really get the ego versus the alter ego portion of the lyrics when they're cut down this way maybe you get it more from yeah. the full one but when i listen to the full one i'm dancing i'm having a great old time because it's fucking duran duran on rio man um right so so yeah that that kind of rounds out the lyrics and uh and yeah like uh, what did i have i didn't really have yeah i didn't really have much of anything from any there were a couple of people that on song meetings were just like yeah this is uh this is a Duran Duran cover, and some people said it was great, and some people said it was terrible. Um,
1: right. This I, is not the Jimmy I really like I know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I really like it, um, and uh, it reminds me a lot of what they ended up doing with Firestarter, where I would have never guessed that this was a Duran Duran song. Um, yeah. And uh, having listened to it today, I realized... If I ever listened to this, I 100% had forgotten it (laughs) Um, (laughs) because it sounded completely new to me. But it definitely I really liked the slow, quiet nighttime walk version of this band. And that's exactly what this track sort of does. Uh, And it's funny that I'm assuming Zach wrote the liner notes on the singles album (laughs) says that the producer must have thought they were this one type of band because they worked so long on the cover and then they did H model which is just kind of a ripper um right and uh and so yeah it really would have been interesting to be John Agnello that day uh doing right two versions two sides of
1: this coin that we know the band can be um well do you want to listen to a little bit of the intro cuz i'm try I, I didn't get a chance before uh before before sitting down to really figure out what song this sounds like. And I know that with last week's episode, you and I had such a good time figuring out. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Like. Before but we do I, that, I have an we, idea. Go ahead. Th-
0: it's really long, but let's listen to 30 seconds of the Dran Dran version of new religion. So we can hear sure. what, <laughs> you know, listening you want, to those uh, lyrics, you don't even need to hear Simon sing to listen to what the music's doing. Like it's very much on the same record as Rio, you know? <laughs>
1: like, yes. Now, uh-huh. do you want me to play right where the bass comes in, right around thirty-eight oh, seconds? Oh, sure, or you yeah, because there's a
0: lot of synth going
1: on. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So here we go. This is the uh, this is the, actually the 2009 remaster. I love the cover of this, um, the Rio album. It's got that art style that you would see in like hair salons. Yeah, 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 totally. My sister like, has a,
0: this. Uh, my sister and brother-in-law <laughs> have this type of art up in their house.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess if you if you hung it, I saw it in the early '90s, but you keep it long enough, and it just it comes back around. So, um, here we go. This is New Religion.
0: so good yeah so i did do a little bit of research uh Uh his name is john taylor he originally was the guitarist in duran duran but switched to bass after discovering the funky rhythms of schick and learned to enjoy playing the rhythm section with duran's newly recruited drummer roger taylor he was frequently cited he has frequently cited schick's bernard edwards and the clash's paul simonian as uh simonan I don't know the Clash part. Sorry. Um, Paul Simonon as his strongest influences. In addition to Paul McCartney, James Jameson and Roxy music players, Graham Simpson and John Porter. Duran Duran released their first album in the 81 and went to worldwide success in the early 80s. He left the band in January of 97, rejoined in 2001, is still in the band. And in February 2013, placed 29th in Music Radar's Greatest Bassists Poll. I went on a little bit of a deep dive on John Taylor because this dude rips. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. I had to know more. Okay, so now now that we know what the band thought this song should sound
1: like, let's hear what Jimmy Eat World did with this song. (laughs) Okay, this is The New Religion by Jimmy Eat World. Already much slower.
0: Oh yeah. Back the blue Yeah. <laughs> I want to tap this out and see if I can find the BPM. Oh yeah, one twenty nine.
1: that little bendy uh, guitar sound that they have (laughs) I mean it just drops back in right oh yeah so there you have that in the last um, third
0: it kind of blows up a little bit
1: yeah you want to go listen to that part uh sure yeah let's, let's what jump the in. hell here we go So you got sound in there. I know that there's a lot. It's it's the same band. So there's so many songs that, they, I mean, static that you could era kind of Jimmy, figure out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is this is between static and clarity. So there's a lot of that sound in there. I can't really pinpoint it because that's not the idea. It's like, you know, they didn't do the same song. Um, they just picked little bits and they, they played their part of this jam. And I liked it. I mean, I liked, uh, your, I didn't know it was a cover, but uh, what they did do it, did do to it, it they treated it like a Jimmy at World song, and I got yeah. a tip for that.
0: Uh, this is interesting. I saw this on uh, YouTube. George Hickman said this on one of the YouTube posts for this song. This was recorded the same day as mu- the much faster H model. I-, I think we should listen to like 30 seconds of H model too so we can hear. <laughs> um, and producer John Agnello wasn't familiar with the band. So after spending so long on this song, he was pretty shocked by that one. Um, do you want to listen to like 30 Seconds of H Model"? I absolutely love how this song starts.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Here, let me let me bring this up real quick. Yeah, I recall listening to this one a couple of times on our bias sorter.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> straight out of Phoenix Boys. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, there we go. Here's H Model. <laughs> So, so good. good.
0: <laughs> that was a 202 BPM on that one that I was like Jeez, tapping man. out here. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, anyway, I really love that song. I'm very excited to do that episode soon. Um, and then uh, yeah, I read the liner notes and that it was on the singles promo. Uh, you you read that it was the the dialogue between the ego and the alter ego. Um what uh I was gonna say something about the compilation itself, I guess really there was I, I wanted there to be more about it. Like, why was there a compilation for the band? And according to the wiki that I found, um, it was just a celebration of the band and other bands wanting that that felt like they were inspired by Dren Dren um, to record like today people do this all the time on like Bandcamp and it's no one. Finds out about it, but Universal Music put this out. Bands covering Dran Dran's work, um, 15 years into their career. So, uh, yeah, I guess there was nothing more notable than that. It's just kind of like interesting. <laughs> Jimmy Eat World is on it with like Real Big Fish and Goldfinger,
1: yeah, right. Um, uh, and the band, the band what started in 1978, and so I was hoping that it was going to be like a 20 year anniversary. So, we're one year shy of that. Oh, yeah, so maybe. And so it didn't even coincide with that. Nope. And seventy eight for these guys. I mean, you look at these guys now. You can see pictures of them. They've. uh, I'm sure there's some plastic surgery going on, but they seem to have aged fairly well for being essentially being dinosaurs. I mean, you look at you look at uh, Mick Jagger, who is seventy seven years old, still out there. I mean, he just did that song with. Dave Grohl, like a week or two ago, they did something together. Oh, um, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Right, 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 right.
1: Still out and about. I mean, the guy looks good. Um, these guys look great, though, for their age. I thought <laughs>
0: Simon LeBon was the one that like had uh, autoerotic asphyxiated himself, but that wasn't him. So I was like, No, that was Googling uh, him, and I was like, Oh, he's
1: still alive.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was, uh, he was in, in excess. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It was Michael Hutchins. Yeah. Michael Hutchins, right. Well, good. Good on Simon LeBond. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did find... Remember we had talked about on the web archive version of the website, sometimes there's notes and stuff like that. There were no notes other than that it was a covers album. But um, the fake yellow light guy had tabbed this out, Bill Martin. So, Really? there there is a tab on the old website, Jimmy Eat World New Religion from Dran Dran Tribute CD, <laughs> drop D tuning, D-A-D-G-B-E and if anybody wants the uh the tabs for it they're here. And interesting, he actually breaks down the lyrics and puts um verses and choruses to them.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah, pretty Oh, excellent. you know, kind of going back to the whole uh the ego alter ego thing. I think it makes more sense in and they kind of did this in the Jimi World version, but in the Duran Duran version, they there's a portion that might be in the chorus where uh, there's a lead, and then on top of it, there's like a like a parenthetical other line, and that's supposed to be the alter ego responding back and forth. Oh, so in that longer version, right, you can right, hear right. a I lot that. of that that uh, discourse between them. But this one, it's a little different. I mean, it's more it's more a uh, compact, so yeah. it's a little bit lost. Uh, one of the last things I have. Is I
0: put out my weekly, let's see if Zach has anything cool to say about this track. And not only did he have something cool to say about this track, he retweeted us with his response, which was very cool. We got some followers. So, hello, new followers. Um, Here's what Zach said. My my question was, any funny stories about working with John Agnello on the Duran Duran cover back in 1997? (laughs) He retweets, yes, we recorded at Hot Water Music in Hoboken. He kept telling me to calm down, even though I felt <laughs> like I was being calm. Eddie Kramer was producing a project with the guitar player of the Spin Doctors. Their sessions bookended hours. I tapped on the drummer's acrolyte the first time I ever played one and instantly knew I had to get one. Also, I'd love to work with John again. He's a wizard.
1: So really cool that Zach did a little tweet thread. Oh, yeah. Uh, and isn't it neat us. to know? So, all the times that he has mentioned the acro in his tweet responses to people asking him about what kind of equipment do I need to get um, and just how much he loves that uh, that drum, just to think that that's the first time he tapped one. That's right? a good point. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. Stick. That's where that story began. That I'm like stitch. enough
0: of not a drummer that whenever he uses terms like that, they just kind of like, I feel like oh, math yeah, lady yeah. gif, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where I'm just like, what? <laughs> um if it's not like things like cowbell and splash like i really don't know what he's talking about but yeah um and uh and so yeah i thought it was really cool that he kind of expounded upon a little bit his uh singles liner notes um lastly this has nothing to do with the song but i'm gonna send you this link on (laughs) um it has nothing to do with the song but it does have to do with the band um I'm searching on Band on SoundCloud like I'm want to do, and we have come across these mic tests and things before, uh, mostly of Zach testing out microphones and posting it st- to SoundCloud to Jimmy Eat World SoundCloud. This is Rick Birch of Jimmy Eat World testing out a uh, a new vintage amp cabinet, 500D cabinet, and so it's just Rick Birch noodling on bass when we never get to hear that so i thought it would be cool to listen to a little bit of that of uh of rick uh slap at a bass slap at a bass okay let's see
1: Oh yeah, man. Now, everyone needs a bassist in their life. Um I think this episode is going to give me a lot more appreciation for uh better bass. Oh, man, yeah, dude. For bass work, <laughs> bassists in general. Um I've got a cool you know a couple of cool things to share with you a little bit later, but yeah, it's like it's it's great to hear him play something so clean, because yeah. you hear him drop in, and he's got the great tone in some of these songs. It's like, yeah, man, Rick knows how to play the bass. But just hearing him kind of noodle on there uh, cleanly is just, uh, it's a little bit of a treat.
0: Yeah. Okay, so before we get into covers, I have a couple community things. Do you have any yeah. community yeah, I do. things? I do. Well,
1: so, kind of a community thing. So I've, I've actually been hitting up Amazon lately, just because they seem to have some interesting reviews. So uh-huh. for this one, I came across the Duran Dron tribute album, um, and on April twentieth, wow, tomorrow it's at four four twenty um, of twenty thirteen. <laughs> uh, Duransum, that's the user. Duransum, uh, five five stars. Great gems on this CD. It's a couple of paragraphs. I'll read through this. I'm actually a diehard Dron dran fan, and I think this album did the songs justice. I first got the CD back in the late 90s off of the shelf at a used CD store and was pleased with the CD. I was also able to pass it around to friends who weren't into Dron Dron. Back then, Loving the 80s wasn't okay, and they love the ska take on these tracks. I hear that a lot. There's a lot of yeah. ska. Um, like People bought this for the ska sound. Uh, my favorite covers... Jimmy Eat World's New Religion, The Deftones, The Chauffeur, which is getting new life from its addition to the movie Drive. But overall, I listened to the entire CD all the way through each time, and each of my friends had their favorites, River Phoenix's Ordinary World, Bucko Nine's Hold Back the Rain, are Real Big Fish's Hungry Like the Wolf, usually, and some ended up buying copies of their own. I highly recommend at least giving these a listen. The only ones I skipped through were the two girls on film covers. So first, first favorite cover he mentions is uh, Jimmy Eat World's New Religion.
0: Tight. Mm-hmm. And uh, going on that same thing, so I sent it to the biggest Duran Duran fan I know, my brother in law. And uh, he's got no history with Jimmy World at all. Like, his, the newest thing he listens to is like whatever the latest Depeche Mode record there is. Like, um, and so I uh, sent it to him, and he says, I really like it. It gave me more of an STP vibe as a combo between plush and creep. Which I think uh, maybe you understand because. Right, because you wouldn't care. <laughs> I don't to know, know what STV means. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, yeah, and he agreed when I said that uh, Jimmy World has a history of doing covers that sound nothing like the original. He says, for sure, it would have sucked if they had imitated the Duran Duran sound. And then he says, I got to listen to their music. I like their sound. So. That's from my brother-in-law, okay. a huge Duran Duran fan, Duran Duran having fun. listened to this sight unseen. And, I mean, as a big Duran Duran fan, being handed this, like, hey, listen to this cover of Duran Duran, and it sounds nothing like the band, and he appreciated right. it. Well, good. He fits well in the pod. And I very much told him, um, you are not expected to love or hate <laughs> it. I just want your your honest take. Like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> So yeah that that was the uh, that was my uh, almost comparable other uh, other thing. Any
1: other community stuff from you? I mean I came across some stuff on Reddit. Yeah what do you got? Couple of things. I got one from a year ago by uh, of course it's a deleted account. First ever oh. post on Reddit. Maybe it was their last. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, what's uh, best covers played by Jimmy Eat World? What is your favorite song recorded and released by Jimmy Eat World that is not originally by Jimmy Eat World? I'm not counting any covers they may have played on tour, but never released in some format. So it's got to be released. Uh, and of his list of 10 number five, right in the middle, there is uh new religions drawn drawn cover. My one through three are new religion. Oh, I see what it says. He just listed them out. So my one through three are new religion Firestarter, and stop whispering. So his top cover is uh drawn new religion there. Nice. And, uh, Again, I think they had also uh, followed up on one of the comments down below. I'm, only, uh, I'm assuming that because it's by Deleted. Uh, I feel the same way. Or Actually, I'm sorry. Phoebe GB 131 Firestarter is her favorite. Um, and, of course, Last Christmas, the Wham! Uh, version is one of my favorite Christmas songs, and Jimmy does a great job. And then this Deleted account says, yeah. I feel the same way about New Religion, so completely different from the Duran Duran version, but still a masterpiece. I actually never liked uh, Last Christmas until the guys covered it. And even then, it took a few years, and many listens to Grow On Me. And I have to read this guy, this, uh, this uh, jabroni here. Justin B. Miller, a, a year ago, says, <laughs> uh, Last Christmas and Game of Pricks. Cool to see some new cover tracks mentioned in this thread. Great question. <laughs> you got to end off on positivity, man. Great question. That's Keep good. them coming.
0: That's good. <laughs> yes. Um, I came across this post. It was about the Dran Dran tribute album. And who posted this? Sergeant Donut three months ago. Did you see this one? Uh, no, but he's actually in this other thread here. But no, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> so three months ago, Sergeant Donut says, I love Jimmy Eat World's cover of New Religion by Dran Dran, available on Spotify, and consider it one of their most underappreciated tracks. On a whim, I listened to the entire Tribute album yesterday, even though I have been really into Dran Dran. I must say that the Tribute album is really fun and has some excellent tracks. I highly recommend then Films Blow Hand three months ago says, I was lucky enough to contribute to this tribute album and play the record release show for it. It was at the Tower Records on the Sunset Strip, one of the best days of my life, devil horns emoji. Self Healer says, what band? I saw Phoenix TX play No Ordinary World at Warped and immediately got this one. My first exposure to so many greats, Homegrown, The Wrens, phoenix tx jimmy world deftones it's a great one and films blowhand says i was in homegrown devil horns what and self-healer says hg 2021 so i mean here's the thing is films blowhand does not say i was in homegrown he just says homegrown devil horns so this person could still be in homegrown who knows um so actually i should respond to this and then uh hopefully next week in our um uh uh, 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 housekeeping we'll find out was jimmy Eat world at that show and did they play the song yeah and they're from orange county right uh homegrown i don't know where
1: you find out while i'm logging into reddit here to, uh, uh, yep they are north american ska punk pop band formed in 94 in orange county california what's their big hit oh man uh, <laughs> let's see here this is gonna yeah. be
0: Oh, you know what why don't we listen to a little bit of homegrown? because I did want to p- touch on a couple of the tracks and they're another ska band huh so yep. uh, I wanted to listen to a couple of the tracks that were on that
1: record uh, that's it Surfer Girl that's the one that I remember it was on a compilation that I had oh do you remember that song you listen no to I don't think Girl? so but let's take a listen to it. I love that
0: I love the sound of that we're getting into summer
1: oh yeah oh yeah okay alright here we go this is Surfer Girl Oh, you best believe it picks up, David.
0: <laughs> pick it up, pick it up, pick it up! <laughs> Here
1: we go! Yeah. This would fit right into today's music, man. Right alongside Pepper. Oh, yeah, totally.
2: Sitting on the sand when I saw
1: this girl, dark brown eyes in a dark olive tan. She was watching the sand. Was there board
2: attorney there are? That first moment uh, I saw her. Why did she do me some more?
1: Man, that is some Orange County if I have ever heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So there you go. That, that was a little bit of homegrown. So, uh, yeah, it could be in homegrown. That was uh, what was it? What was the name of their username? Uh, uh, the, what
0: uh, Films Blowhand.
1: Oh, Films-y, perfect. Filmsy Ooh. Blowhand. That is, That is a, a top notch username. <laughs> so I'm in the middle of uh, direct messaging them to find out the, if Jimmy will play that show. Oh, sick. OK, well, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll mention the last little community thing. Oh boy, uh, this was from the fifth fret nine months ago. Any Jimmy Eat World songs with screaming? I'm just starting to get into Jew, and I heard the screaming in "Bleed American." Nothing wrong. Uh, demo was really surprised because I didn't expect them to have oh, screaming in their right. songs. Oh, that's
0: right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> 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 but it sounded really good. Yeah, Jim is good at that. Huh? Uh, and then Linus the blanket. Remember, he's the peanut character with the blanket. Kids, uh, Claire yeah. has a bit of that, and so does World of Static. Um, I chew gum, uh, thinking that's all. Robot factory digits better than O H model opener. New religion, all from their early years, and not like screamo screaming, but like really angsty singing. So I get that. Yeah, it's not it's not that full uh, that full rasp uh, screaming, but uh, yeah, I get it. And then uh, below that, uh, Sergeant Donut chimes in with, uh, "Pay attention, stop paying for regret." So dropping those uh, those lyrics in there. Uh, and that that was all I had for community. and uh, what was there any any uh, fruition for a your couple other things? DM. yeah. so um,
0: one was Ben Foote had done this like song of the month type thing for a while where uh, they were uh, where he was talking about like, oh, on this day, this, and on this day that it was a thirty day song challenge And on day twenty four it was song by a band you wish were still together and he put new religion in that place so i maybe, maybe Duran's Dren not still together um this is a ben foot heavy episode but ben foot um let us know what what do you mean by uh day 24 new religion a song by a band you wish were still together um as far as we know they're still together um yeah. i don't know um I'm also not a drandran head. Um so uh so yeah, there's that. Um and uh what else do I have? Uh there the, was the Reddit contribution from Filmsy Blowhand. Um 2018 Survivor, it uh it was out in round four, and in twenty nineteen it placed twenty-first of the static prevails survivor as a B as a B side. So it was v- out in the first round. Uh, <laughs> Uh, In the 2019 survivor and this was really cool former guest of the pod Eric Grubbs had posted this story on the uh, Facebook the 90s punk tapes Facebook group got a short story to share about this tune. I kept hearing the word emo in an email discussion list I belonged to and in an interview Blink-182 did on 120 Minutes. I asked a couple friends of mine what emo was and they responded with disgust. They were huge pop punk <laughs> pop punk fans, by the way. It was jazzy, anticlimactic music where kids cried at the shows. I was curious and I asked them if Jimmy World was emo. They said yes. Yes. I happened to have this tribute album because of the ska covers, but I had never listened to the Jimmy Eat World track. I listened to it, and it reminded me of the softer Smashing Pumpkins songs that I loved, like Soma and Mayonnaise. So, I loved Emo now. Even though I already had Sunny Day real estate records, I never heard them be called Emo. But I was in Funny postscript, a year later, I ran into one of my pop-punk friends who hated emo and said he loved the Get Up Kids now. So that's <laughs> an Eric Grubb's story on the uh, Facebook group about this song in particular. Um, so that is all I have for Community, and uh, you've got a couple covers
1: that we can I jump do. into. Now, I've got, I've got six, and... There's one that I I believe I want to save this one for last. But do you want me just to go through? We'll just go through all six. Okay. So let me copy this. I'll just jump over into Watch Together. This is an all-female band. The username here is Ashley Jones. Uh, Yes. So this looks like uh, it was like a band account that had put this together. But this is New Religion, live at Coco. So they've got that wonderful intro there going on. Yeah, this is Joanne Joanne, New Religion Live, so I imagine that it's a, it's an affiliated account, or at least somebody in the band. Coming in with that bass. I'm glad they put the basses front and center in there. <laughs> you know, man, it's like, it's her time to shine. Her name is Rio and she's dancing on the sand. It's like it's pretty professionally shot too it sounds great I mean yeah.
0: you know the mix is strange but like
1: big fan of uh, female musicians, but when they're holding a the bass, man, it's something else, David. Woo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so there you have it. That was uh, the Ashley Jones account, so I think it's Jones Jones is the band. They played it. They sounded great. Jones Jones, like Dran Dran. Ah, yeah, uh, Jones Jones. What am Jonesy. I doing?
0: I, I, uh, what am I doing when I do Dran Dran? What am I thinking of?
1: Dran God Dran. God damn it. I mean, you put it out there. It's on the pod now. Someone's got to figure it out, at, at least know. Dran uh, Dran. Dran Dran. Hmm. Dran Dran There's a few other places we can, we can I don't think it's going to help us anywhere uh, without just saying it uh, Let's see, this one is Oh, Stefano Scarlatta Duran Guitar uh, My favorite part of this is that uh, I had no idea that Guy Fieri was in a band So this guy right in the middle It kind of <laughs> looks like Chris Farley <laughs> mixed with Guy Fieri Drops the tambo
0: I've heard a drop on the mic, but this is ridiculous. Yeah, oh, look, he's got moves, man. Oh yeah,
1: and a silk long sleeve shirt, man. That's a sex shirt.
0: Whoa! So we got the DJ. Uh... Oh yeah. Oh yeah guitarist
1: is selling it man (laughs) oh my god you know I love seeing musicians have a good time he's playing the guitar with the hand on the top of the fret now yeah man pointing at the audience getting those harmonics in this guy sounds great man Guy Fieri can sing baby
0: This is like hanging out at Canyon Club, man.
1: Yes, you're right. This is totally Canyon Club. Is this the Canyon Club? <laughs> I would believe it, man. They got the little smoke machine. They got the uh, the simple oh, lights. we are having my drummer? birthday party here for sure. Moving uh, <laughs> down the floor now, babe. <laughs> oh,
0: man. If you told me man, this rock. was a Smazmatics, I'd be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dude, guy rocking out with his hawk out, baby. Oh, um yeah. Let's see. I got another couple. The Super King, he's good. I think he's good, but I'm gonna leave him out of this. I'm gonna go to. Oh s- wait, why did
0: Super King? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I came you across want- him. He had some good information that I learned about the track. Okay. In his, well, we'll give uh, him some time. In his so, comments. So, yeah, he's just singing the track. It's fine.
1: He does a minute intro. So yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> I might have to jump ahead for this one. We'll see. Yeah, there's a long intro there, so let me jump ahead. Here. Come on, Super King. It's like a music version of the track. Yeah, the karaoke version. It's got like a Blondie vibe to it. Yeah, totally. Rapture. This bass
0: reminds me of the Captain Captain EO soundtrack. This is different than the one I saw Yep, this is the second one I came across
2: Oh,
0: I get it now
2: Mm. Man, the
0: 80s were wild, man Yeah
1: What is this? It's scripture david <laughs> oh sing to the lord a new song sing to the lord all the heart uh psalm 96:1
0: yeah, classic baby. verse <laughs> so there
1: you have um super king now who
0: can who can forget psalm 96:1
1: <laughs> right it's classic man like Austin 316 <laughs> okay uh let's see Let's see, this one, oh, I love this one. This is Sick Man, and this is how he spells it. Um, lowercase s, uppercase s, I-C-K-M-A, uppercase N. Sick Man. Sick Man. When you watch this, just look at how much fun this guy is having here, playing I can't this. imagine Sick Man ever not having a great time. Oh, yeah, man. This dude, he looks like oh, the dude. fuck yeah.
0: This belongs on Riggs of Dad. <laughs>
1: He throws the pick at David. Yeah. At the freaking camera. What is that the the got game? got the dude. No, no problems.
0: problems. <laughs> I love it. He's got a different hairstyle. Well, he's got like different characters for each person. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. This is his Maynard uh, yeah, character.
1: There he was. Right. Telling me not Oh, I can't think one now too much learning got to show
0: That is the mannest cave yes. I've ever seen Maybe don't know
1: Too many things <laughs> too much to know
0: Like I imagine that's like a Getty Lee shirt of some sort <laughs> the base his
1: base character <laughs> The kids must be a karate practice or something <laughs> <laughs> I love it like Bring my time and in seagulls gather on the wind. Lady screaming lady, leave me out. Third, third seagulls stare, coming down the electric chair, dreaming crowds gather and they shout. Man, ding so ding sick ding. sick man <laughs> <laughs> ah, having a good time out there. Sick man rules. Um yeah, sick man rules, dude. You're right. Rigs of dad. Get that guy on there. Alright, this last one, David. This was the one I said I'm right, I'm, I'm ready to get necessary. my mind blown. <laughs> This guy is just oozing sex here. So take a, walk, take a look at this. The first few seconds, he's actually, I think he's adjusting. He's adjusting the sound. It's not enough bass, David. It's not enough bass. Wait for this, man. The guy's wearing a freaking puppy shirt. Oh, baby. He was
0: like, that wasn't enough grind for me.
2: I'm no to read, got to down the devs sometimes. Fuck, makes me know we're young. Bases that we will help with green signs things telling me no matter it's no go. And in a reason, make your feet happy now. Let's hear it and get the show. Got a reason, make it catch up now.
1: So, a couple of things I'm noticing. The guy's not wearing a wedding ring, and the bass is essentially an extension of his crotch at this point, right? Okay, Justin, I'm about to blow your mind right now.
0: <laughs> not only is he left handed, I believe he's playing that bass upside down. The low E string oh,
1: you're right, is the bottom <laughs> string. <laughs> this man learned to play bass upside down
0: Gosh. look at the gauge of the strings the one in his pants is look at the gauge of the string the low string is the low E oh you're right oh you're totally right Yeah, that bass is completely
1: upside down. Oh man! I don't know what it is about this guy. I can't tell if this guy is twenty years old or fifty years old, playing an upside-down bass with his left hand, wearing a puffy shirt with this hairdo I've never seen ever. Um, I don't know, man. It's getting a little. I'm getting a little sweaty it's over a Little here, too this. X-rated, man. <laughs> yeah, that was Morgan. That was my. That was the top. In my opinion, it's just a guy in a bass with a backing track, but
0: I actually wow. like
1: his style. Bass only keeping the tune together, clever.
0: This is awesome. I'm waiting for somebody <sighs> to get that he's playing that bass upside down. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not just left handed, that bass is set up for a right handed
1: bass player. Oh, man. I mean, when you know your bass that well, you figure, you know what? I'm going to flip this thing upside down and learn. He my plays other hand. that way because he learned to play with a friend's bass who wasn't left-handed.
0: He couldn't take off and put the strings as a left-handed. Wow!
1: This guy is something else, Morgan. It's Morgan, right? I imagine that's what the. Uh, yeah,
0: this guy is Morgan.
1: That's he's it. He's got a that's whole it. wiki. Really, he's like the prince. He's got no last name. It's just Morgan. I guess. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, I mean, watching his video, I was uh, I was amazed. That's incredible. I mean,
0: here's the thing: is if you never learn to play bass any other way, then of course, like it's not upside down to him. Oh yeah, right. As a bass player, I'm watching him, and I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) this dude's playing a lot of the bottom. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I could pick up that bass and play. I I don't know how to play that song, but you know what I mean,
1: right? Yeah, you flip it the right way, and you'd be in in like Flint, man, with your right hand. Worst case, it's drop D. <laughs> then you um, just play low. That was great. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was
0: fucking great. Um, wow. So, Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song
1: New Religion by Dran Dran by Jimmy Eat World? Um, I have to appreciate that Jimmy Eat World does put their own sound on these covers. And uh, like you had mentioned, I wouldn't have known if it was a cover if, if I wasn't told. Um, it's nice that it was on a compilation, That it seems like, like a lot of people got a lot of exposure from
0: uh, different types of music. Yeah, this and is when comp was king, man. Yeah, yeah. If you get on a comp like this, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a good song. I like it. Um, I like that it does. And one thing we didn't get to listen to, but I do have in my notes, is that there are Twinklies at the end. So... They, they paid. That's um, true. Yeah. They definitely stuck with that Jimmy World sound and went all the way from that slow intro with the bendies all the way to the middle, which is hard, and then all the way to the end where it's got the twinklies. And uh, so, so they stayed true to themselves as a band. I like it. It's not my favorite, but uh, again, this is a cover. So what do you think? Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's not my favorite.
0: I'll probably forget it. I will probably never skip it, though, if it were to come on, especially if I'm driving at night. Um, and I actually enjoyed learning a little bit about Duran Duran, I actually have one last Drandran Dran fact to take us out, which is Duran Duran is the, I learned this on song meanings, Duran is the name of an evil villain in the 1968 movie Barbarella starring Jane Fonda. The band liked that it was from a movie, the club they used to play at was called the Barbarella 2, I think, and that it wasn't something many people knew about. So that's my last Drandran Dran fact. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the cover. I love when they put their own spins on covers, uh, that it makes it almost that you wouldn't know. Oh yeah. That this was a thing. Um, so yeah, I had a blast, uh, covering this with you and, uh, um, uh, I suppose everybody can get their ego in check and continue to be excellent to each other. And party on dudes.